0: Protecting your profits on the dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a better understanding of milk markets. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update designed to give you the data, production trends, and national and statewide updates you need to manage your dairy's risk management strategy. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager at the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's break down this month's numbers.
1: Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for our next Protecting Your Profits podcast. Since this is the last podcast before dairy margin coverage and the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program enrollments closed for applications, Zach thought it would be a good idea to give you a simple rundown of these programs and what they mean for you. So Zach, does that that sound good to you?
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: Okay, well then let's go ahead and get started. So what is the Dairy Margin Coverage Program? Can you give us an overview of that one?
0: Certainly. Uh, the Dairy Margin Coverage, or DMC, as it's commonly commonly referred to, is created by the 2018 Farm Bill and is margin-based insurance. Uh, the DMC margin is the difference between the U.S. all-milk price and the uh, uh, DMC feed cost. Where the DMC feed cost is the sum of the national average for corn, corn, soybean meal, and a blended alfalfa hay prices. There are two size categories for DMC. Tier 1 dairies have an annual production history of 5 million pounds or less, and Tier 2 dairies have uh, more than 5 million pounds of production history. Margins in the DMC program are available include $4 up to $9.50 per 100 weight and 50 cent increments for Tier 1. Tier 2 margin is capped at $8, and the catastrophic coverage of $4 per hundredweight weight is included for both Tier 1 and Tier 2 degrees for free with a $100 paid administration fee. Each tier has its own premium structure for the other margins. Tier 1 premiums range from uh, a quarter of a penny, a hundred weight, up to 15 cents a hundred weight for the maximum 950 margin. Tier 2 premiums range from uh, a one quarter of a penny up to a dollar and 81 cents a hundred weight for the maximum $8 coverage. However, tier 2 dairies can enroll their first 5 million pounds using tier 1 premiums and margins, uh, but any production enrolled over that after that the first five million pounds uh, must uh, uh be covered with tier two margins and uh the in the um the premium structure of tier two annual production history is established from farm bill 2014 rules and is the highest production year of 2011 2012 or 2013. dmc uh, was created to be most beneficial for for smaller dairies in the the U.S. Based on U.S. averages, a dairy with five million pounds of production history is a dairy between 200 and 250 cows. So this this, uh, is an excellent program for the average Pennsylvania dairy farm to participate in.
1: From what I understand, the USDA actually just changed their DMC decision tool to project U.S. all milk trigger prices rather than DMC margins. So why do you think they made this change?
0: you're correct emily uh prior to the twenty twenty one enrollment period beginning on october the thirteenth the u s d a released a new version of the tool I had mixed emotions about to change uh to start with but after uh sitting spending some time and and with the tool and uh sitting in on a couple of webinars that uh the developers actually uh put on, I have a better understanding and of that program and of course i've had uh quite a bit of time to to look at it and uh, use it and become familiar with it and really, really like uh, uh, the change now that I've had a chance to get used to it. So, uh, so yeah, it it analyzes or it projects a uh, feed cost rather than uh, the actual margin, and uh, then you add that to a selected margin coverage. Say, nine dollars and fifty cents is is what you want to uh, enroll your your production history in DNC. Then you add you add that to the feed cost projection that uh, is done on a basically a daily basis. Uh, then you get a margin, or a, excuse me, a, not a margin, but an expected trigger price. So, uh, and and why why did they make this change? Well, the uh, the developers felt like after the lack of participation in 2020 DMC. Uh, too many dairy farmers got lured into a false sense of security because projected margins at the end of last year, which, of course, was during the enrollment period for 2020, showed that there were no be- no benefit to be had in enrolling in DMC for this year. With, with every margin, at the end of last year, every margin was well above the 950 cap um, uh, going through this year. Then, of course, we know what all happened Starting in March with COVID-19, COVID-19 hit and and sent markets into a nosedive. And so far, there have been four months to trigger indemnities, at least at the top 950 per 100-weight margin, that have resulted in a in over a 50-cent per 100-weight net benefit to farmers that did enroll for this year. So that they, uh, they switched to showing in trigger prices so that farmers were less likely to look at it, at it in terms of projected margins paying or not paying, so they wanted to move away from calculating or projecting a, a margin so that it was, it, it, it was more clear or it wouldn't be confused with, uh, uh, with um, possibly being an, an actual payment. So the trigger price represents the milk floor price based on a projected feed cost and adding that to that, again, that selected margin coverage. Milk price is too, is much too volatile, volatile to rely on uh, projections much more than a couple of months out. So they felt like moving away from uh, using projected milk prices for a year, uh, that it was better to use the more stable feed price, which yes, there is, is, there are, is some volatility in feed price, but it's less volatile than milk price. So projections made on, on a feed price um are much more reliable than than milk prices that far in, in the into the future
1: okay that makes sense I, it's, it's good to hear that you're confident in the change so what us all milk price triggers is the tool currently projecting and how do you think it'll affect farmers next year
0: that's a good question and I'll certainly uh, attempt to to answer it but uh, uh so the uh for some reason uh today uh the actually the DMC decision tool is down so the most recent version or the most updated uh, data I have right now was on November the 16th uh, of of 2020 so on the 16th um the average US all milk price trigger, pr- trigger price that the uh, DMC decision tool showed was $18.17 for 100 weight, which is, uh, and this is at the 9.50 margin. So 18.17 is a pretty high U.S. all-milk price for, but the issue with the U.S. all-milk price is, the U.S. all-milk all price is not something that's traded on the CME, so there's not a good way to reference that to what current markets are doing. So... Uh, I, uh, I have the class three and class four prices dating back, uh, that I maintain a spreadsheet I maintain date, dated back to about 2007, but I thought, uh, d- uh, getting an average class three price back to 2018, being it, being it that it's uh, more recent data, I uh, determined what that average is. And, uh, the average difference between the class three and class and U.S. all milk price was $1.24. So the class three milk price over the last two and a half years has been a dollar and twenty-four cents less than the US all milk price. So I then took that and subtracted the $1.24 from each of the margins and the class and I call that a reference, a class three reference, because of course this this is just this is not an actual class three price projection. It's just taking an average, a historical average and then subtracting that to the US all milk price just to To have an idea of what what uh, a Class Three trigger price would look like, since uh, Class Three is something that is traded on uh, on the CME. So, uh, and that after I did all that, that uh, an average next year uh, for a Class Three reference price is sixteen dollars and ninety three cents. So then I then I take take that and I compare it to what the Class Three futures price is doing. And so I have the most recent. Uh, class three futures price closing prices I have are from uh, Monday, uh, on November the twenty third, and uh, those prices range anywhere from sixteen forty three starting in January and then end the year uh, at sixteen dollars and seventy four cents, and 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 the average for that twelve month period period is sixteen dollars and seventy four cents. So uh, right now, based on uh, November sixteenth. Price triggers the average class three price that will trigger an indemnity is $16.93. So the average next year at $16.74 is already under, under that trigger price. So that, what that says to me, although it's not guaranteed, it says to me that uh, DMC is, is likely to provide a net benefit to, to dairy farmers, uh, for, for 2021. And, uh, there's also a probability graph on um, on the same page as the DNC decision decision tool and there's a, a right now the current projections are that uh, there's about a 90% probability that January and February will trigger an indemnity and about a 80% chance in in March and then a 70% chance in April and then about a 55% chance in May and then it goes on down uh a less likely the further out next year you get. But it's looking at least based on current uh, current market conditions that uh, DMC is likely to provide a net benefit uh, um, next year.
1: So Zach, can you tell us what costs are associated with enrolling in DMC for farmers?
0: Sure, I'll, I've already talked about it a little bit, but I'll, I'll give provide a, a little more specific information. but. Uh, um, as I alluded to earlier, there is a, at the time of enrollment, um, there is a $100 administration fee that has to be paid up front. And then the premiums for the rest of the year, uh, if you elect to go above the co- the catastrophic coverage level of, of the free $4, which I uh, certainly would encourage everyone to seriously consider uh, uh, any Tier 1 dairy and Tier 2 dairies, uh enrolling at least their first up to their first five million pounds of that production history in DMC at the nine dollars and fifty cent uh trigger price. Um uh well simply because currently there's there's no way to set a uh well as I mentioned a, a sixteen ninety three class three floor price. Um this is DMC is gonna be the most inexpensive way at fifteen cents a hundred weight to uh uh cover that first five million pounds so uh, as i said the premiums go from a quarter of a penny at four dollars and fifty cents in tier one to uh 15 cents 100 weight at 950 in tier one and then tier two is a quarter of a penny for 450 and then the eight dollar cap is a dollar and 81 cents so that tier the tier two premiums are much more expensive uh starting at the 550 margin uh and for comparison the 550 margin tier one is three cents a hundred weight and uh, 10 cents a hundred weight in tier tier two and it just uh, it balloons after that in tier two so it probably doesn't make much sense to um, uh, get any coverage in tier two above the, the five the five dollar um, uh, margin coverage so that's uh it's in a nutshell that's that's what costs are involved so the I mentioned that the $100 is due at the time, uh, Dairy Farm enrolls. The rest is not due, uh, the premium is not due until September the 30th. And you can elect to have your premium subtracted by, in, subtracted from any indemnities that occur throughout the year. But if, uh, um, uh, if there hasn't been enough indemnities triggered by September 30th, then you have to, you're responsible for paying the balance of uh, the premium.
1: Okay, that's good to clarify. So, um let's jump in really briefly to the c program, otherwise known as Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. So, are those applications still being taken?
0: Yes, yes they are. The uh, uh they the application the application uh, period began in October, mid-October and uh, uh goes through uh um, December 11th and uh and remember, the the uh, CFAP 2 round round is basically it's a dollar and twenty cents a hundredweight for your actual April to August milk production, and then a dollar twenty a hundredweight payment um, based on your projected um, uh, September through December milk production. So, uh, so a $1, dollar a dollar and twenty cents a hundredweight on on uh, well, you're looking basically eight months of uh, eight or nine months of production is is a significant check, and I certainly encourage if you have not already applied for CFAP two funding to to do that. So uh, applications are still being being uh, taken at uh, your local Farm Service Agency office.
1: Okay. Yeah, hopefully um, some producers will take advantage of that. So. Um, my, I think my last question is how can dairy farmers take advantage of either of these programs and what are the deadlines for submitting the application? Well,
0: just like the, uh, I mentioned with the CFAP, uh, the dairy margin coverage enrollment is done at your local farm service agency office or FSA office for short. So, uh, uh, any dairy farmers interested in, in either enrolling in BMC or uh, applying for CFAP two funds, then they're encouraged to call their FSA office and set up an appointment. As uh, uh, the FSA FSA offices are are interna- are, are uh, shut uh, closed except for empo- appointments only. So uh, enrollment, you call and set up an appointment, and then and, uh, the FSA agent will will help you uh, understand what you need to do to enroll. And, and gets you enrolled, so um, the uh, the DMC enrollment has to be done uh, through the FSA office, and the, uh, the CFAP too can actually be done online. So uh, you can go uh, search for the Coronavirus Food Assistance program and, and uh, you can find an application to, uh, to apply for that program online and then submit that to your FSA office and the deadline for both uh, DMC and um, CFAP 2 is December the 11th uh, 2020 so we're at uh, basically two weeks uh, a little more than two weeks uh, with this week being Thanksgiving week uh, um, we had there's about two weeks left to enroll for both of those programs and both of these programs the CFAP, uh again, that's a that's a dollar twenty payment that you'll receive as soon as your uh, hundred rate payments you'll receive as soon as your application is approved, and then it's looking like dairy margin coverage for 2021 might uh, might be a good risk management plan to have as it's as it's right now based on current market market conditions, or uh, uh, it's showing that there's high likelihood that uh, it'll pay at least part of next year, so. Uh, I encourage everyone, any dairy farmer that's not already enrolled or applied for CFAP to to get in touch with their FSA office by December the 11th at by 5 p.m. in the evening and get enrolled.
1: Well, thank you, Zach. That was a great overview and I hope the dairy farmers listening will take advantage of those programs get those applications in. So for those of you listening, you can subscribe to the Protecting Your Profits podcast series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So you can get notified on your phone every month when a new episode is released. We also publish them on our website at www.centerfordairyexcellence.org PYP if you want to look for them there. And like I said last time, we're brand new at this and we're working to make them better each month. We're still ironing out some sound issues. So we really welcome your feedback on topics you want to learn more about or ways we can make these podcasts better for you. So as always, email Zach or myself and we'll talk to you next time.